everybody. Welcome back to the Conscious Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Vallarta. This is where we talk about how to naturally age with health, strength, and beauty. Thank you all so much for joining me on a whole new season. Super excited to get back into it. So for today, we're going to be talking about wrinkles, why we get them, and can we slow them down? Now, before I get started, I just want to say that I'm not an esthetician, not a dermatologist. What I am is a certified Ayurvedic health advisor and a facial gua sha practitioner. So what does that mean? It means that the information that I'm going to be focusing on today isn't going to lean too much on product or cosmetic treatments, except for practices or products that are more on the natural holistic side of things. I'm going to be focusing more on the nutrition and lifestyle factors that contribute to wrinkles. Okay, so just wanted to throw that out there first so that you know what to expect. So let's get into it. Hey, it's Mary. Part of Aging Beautifully is having rituals that care for your whole health from the inside out. That's why I created Conscious Beauty Rituals, which is my personal line of natural and organic oils, herbal teas, gua sha's, and other self-care tools that I personally use to maintain my health and beauty from the inside out. Everything on Conscious Beauty Rituals has been formulated or selected by me to ensure the highest quality standards when it comes to clean, effective, natural, and non-toxic products. Visit ConsciousBeautyRituals.com to start your own Conscious Beauty practice. Listeners get an exclusive 10% off their first purchase by using the code CONSCIOUS. Again, that's ConsciousBeautyRituals.com and use code CONSCIOUS to get 10% off your first purchase. Now let's get back to our conversation. So what are wrinkles, right? Wrinkles are creases, folds, or ridges that appear on the skin. Now, We know that wrinkles are a common side effect of aging because as we age, we lose water. That means that our bodies become less hydrated and less moisturized over time. That's just the way nature made us, right? This is very similar to how you would look at a grape. When you see a grape, when it's young, when it's at its peak, it's nice and plump. You know, it's smooth, there's no ridges and wrinkles anywhere, right? Same thing can be said for our skin when we are young. And then as we get older, or as the grape gets older, it starts turning into a raisin. And when you look at the chemistry of a raisin, right, it has no moisture or hydration left which is why it gets super wrinkled. And the same thing can be said about our skin, about our face, about our body as we age. So this is how I want you to think about wrinkles because wrinkles isn't inherent in humans. Wrinkles appear in nature everywhere. And it's the same process. It's the disappearance of water and oil in our bodies. So why does this happen, right? As I mentioned, as we age, this process starts. And if you want to take a look at it from a more scientific perspective, 
will be able to see that there is a loss of elastin and collagen as we get older. Elastin and collagen are two proteins that are responsible for how supple, right, and, and how smooth our skin looks. When we are young, we have a lot of collagen and elastin. We make it at a very high rate. But as we get older, when we hit, I want to say our mid-20s, mid to late 20s, our production of collagen and elastin starts to decrease. And this is why wrinkles and also things like sagginess and muscle loss start to appear. So that is one factor, the loss of elastin and the loss of collagen. And elastin is the protein that basically allows our skin to stretch and to come back into place. As we get older, our, our skin, you know, because of the wear and tear, the constant wear and tear, it doesn't go back into place as easily. And that's why you see the wrinkles appear. Then there's gravity. Gravity is always pulling everything down, including our skin. So as we get older, you'll see, right, our skin being pulled down. And once we have more skin kind of flapping about, <laughs> right, kind of drooping, then it's going to be a lot easier for our skin to wrinkle as well. The next thing is overexposure to the sun. Sunlight can be a very beneficial and also a very detrimental thing to our skin and to our health. Just the right amount of sun can do wonders for our health and our beauty, but too much of it can be deadly. So you want to make sure that you are not overexposing yourself to the sunlight, okay? Usually the rule of thumb is the lighter your skin, the less time you need out in the sun, all right? So make sure that you're not overexposing yourself to it. Dehydration. As I mentioned, your skin loses hydration, loses water as we age. So if you are constantly dehydrated, if you're not getting enough water, if you are not eating hydrating fruit foods like you know fruit or certain vegetables, then you're not going to be getting an adequate amount of water, adequate amount of hydration into your body. That means that your skin is going to be more likely to wrinkle. Um, dehydration also increases depending on where you are in the world and what season we're in. If, you know, currently you're living in a hot climate, then you're going to want to make sure that you're getting plenty of water because you're going to be sweating more, right? Your body's going to be using more water to keep itself cool. So that means that you have to be replenishing that water back into your system. Loss of moisture, this is a good one to know because when your skin is dry, when it is lacking moisture, it is going to be a lot easier also for it to wrinkle. Uh, think about, let's see here, like fabric, right? When you have a piece of fabric, it is a lot easier to wrinkle it when it is dry. But try wetting the fabric or dipping it in oil and see how much more effort and time it's going to take for that to wrinkle. Same thing with our skin. So you want to make sure that your skin is well moisturized from the inside 
and the outside. That means that you're not just focusing on applying moisturizers and oils topically, but you're also focusing on eating healthy fats like avocados and coconut oil and olive oil and salmon. These are really good examples of healthy, of foods that have high levels of healthy fats. Um, also, you want to be careful in terms of where you are in the world or what season it is. Usually when you are in a cold, dry climate, you are much more prone to have less moisture in your body because the cold, dry weather will dry you out, right? Another thing that speeds up wrinkles is toxins, all right? Toxins that you accumulate through a variety of ways. It can be through pollution. It can be through chemicals that you're putting on your face. It can be through cigarettes and alcohol and drugs that you're ingesting. But these toxins, again, will dry you up. It will um, suck up the moisture and water from your body and thus your, fa your face and your skin because your skin is a part of your body. So watch out for the amount of toxins that you're intaking. I know that sometimes this is out of control. Like if you live in an urban, urban area, you can't really control the amount of pollution that you face on a day-to-day basis, right? You can't get rid of the pollution in the air. But, you know, you can do things like buy an air filter, uh, make sure that you have a good skincare practice at night where you remove your makeup and wash your face so that you can remove the pollution from your skin, okay? Other things are not getting enough sleep. Sleep is so crucial for not just warding off wrinkles, but just having beautiful skin in general. And that's because sleep is when your body and your mind and your spirit heals and rejuvenates itself. This is when the collagen and elastin gets produced, gets replenished. Um, this is also when your liver detoxifies. And so when you are not getting enough sleep, if you are constantly only getting three hours of sleep and four hours of sleep, you are not getting the benefits that you would normally get from sleeping for anywhere from seven to nine hours. You really need a good amount of rest to make sure that your body is replenishing and rejuvenating itself okay and then there is chronic stress so stress is a tricky one let's spend some time on this so stress is everywhere we cannot avoid stress everyone deals with stress so stress itself isn't the issue it's really about how we handle the stress that is in our lives that becomes the problem some of us have a very good understanding of what stresses us out. So we create coping mechanisms and healthy ways to deal with those stresses. That makes us a lot more happy. That makes us a lot more calm because we're not allowing the stress to take over our lives. However, there are also 
certain people that have not figured out what or how to deal with those stresses in their lives. And so they are experiencing chronic stress, okay? And chronic stress is very different from experiencing stress when you have a big meeting and you're nervous and anxious about it. That stress goes away after the meeting, right? Basically, you're just kind of anxious. That's a, actually a healthy part of stress. What I'm talking about is stress that happens on a very regular and even daily basis. There are some of us who are just constantly stressed out. And this can happen for a variety of reasons. One reason is that there lacks structure in our lives. When we lack structure, we don't know what to expect at any given moment. We're always on edge. Okay, this is why having a routine, a regimen is so important for calming down stress. So if we're always stressed out, that is going to put a lot of pressure, a lot of work on our body because our nervous system, our sympathetic nervous system is always turned on. That is our fight or flight mode. That means that all of our energy is being dedicated to that mode, which means that our other organ functions, like our digestive system, our reproductive system, our endocrine system, right? All these other systems in our body are not getting the proper attention and nutrients and just energy that it needs to function properly because we are always on alert. And when you do that, when that is happening to you on a very regular basis, it's going to put a lot of strain on your body on a cellular level, which means that your cells are going to degrade faster. When your cells are degrading faster, it's going to show not just inside your body, right, in your health, but it's also going to show on the outside how you're looking like on your skin. So if you're chronically stressed, that's why it's always it's also going to show on your skin. That was kind of a long explanation of chronic stress, but I hope that you guys were able to understand that from my lengthy explanation. Okay. Now, obviously, genes also do play a role. You know, some of us um, have really great genes when it comes to skin, and some of us may not. However, it does not, good skin does not end when it comes to your genetics, right? It's not the end all be all. Um, your lifestyle is also much more important. This is why when Doctors did a study on identical twins, meaning two people with the same DNA, right? They wanted to see if genetic twins would basically get the same diseases as they age, and that's not the case. There are instances, plenty of instances, where one twin will develop a disease and the other twin doesn't. What does that mean? It means that you are not beholden to your genes, just because you have a certain, you know, gene for a certain disease doesn't mean that it's inevitable for you to get that disease, which is really great because at the end of the day, you have a lot of control over how your health will transpire. That 
is also true for your skin. Just because your mom had a lot of wrinkles doesn't mean that you are going to get that for sure. Now, if you follow your mom's lifestyle, then of course you have a higher chance of that happening to your skin as well. So how can you tell now that we've gone through all these factors, right? Like how can you tell which of these factors are what's affecting your skin, right? Let's just say, you know, you're getting wrinkles now and you want to figure out like, okay, well, is it the stress? Is it, right, like the dehydration? Is it me not getting enough sleep? You kind of just have to go down the list. There's no short way of doing it. You have to check everything off and, you know, and you do that by, by doing a very honest and thorough assessment of your life. And that's where you can kind of start to see what adjustments you can make. It sounds like a lot of work, but at the end of the day, it's so worth it because you're going to end up with more youthful glowing skin. Another thing that I would recommend you do is look at where the wrinkles, the lines are forming on your face, because that's going to give you a clue on what is triggering those wrinkles in the first place. For example, some of the most common wrinkles or lines that you see in a lot of people are those 11s. Those are the two lines that are in between your eyebrows, right? They look like 11s. That's why they're called 11s. And those 11s usually form from movements that usually stem from worry, from fear, from thinking too much, right? That's why they're called worry lines. So when you see that developing on your face, you kind of want to ask yourself, what is making me make those gestures? Am I worried about something? Am I stressed out about something? What am I concerned about? Why am I constantly thinking so much? Okay, because that is going to lead you to follow up questions that will basically clarify what the root causes are. Because if something, if you are constantly worried, it's going to be very helpful to know what you are worrying about and why, so that you can get to the root of the problem. It, it's kind of funny because when people talk about wrinkles, it sounds very superficial, right? But wrinkles mean something. They come from somewhere, especially if you're in your early 30s, mid 30s, and you're already seeing prominent lines like those 11s, I would really, really recommend that you take a deeper look as to why that's happening. Okay. Where is that worry coming from? Where is that intense thought coming from that is making your body want to create those lines that is triggering your muscles you know, to, to make those movements so consistently. All right. So we talked about what the factors are. We talked about what you can do to figure out which of the factors could be contributing to your wrinkles. Now let's get to the question of, can we prevent wrinkles from showing up, right? No. Short answer is you can't prevent them from showing up. Wrinkles will form. It's a part of getting older. But you can slow them down and you can prevent premature wrinkles from forming because if you're in your 20s, you should not have wrinkles. So here are some things that you can do to prevent premature wrinkles, okay? Hydrate and moisturize. 
That's very easy. Hydrate, obviously, drink water, eat hydrating fruits and vegetables, spray some mist on your skin when the weather is really hot, uh, dry, um, moisturize, right? Wear moisturizers, use face oils, um, do not use conventional cleansers. This is something that a lot of people don't really know is that the cleansers that they're using especially for people who are experiencing a lot of acne and pimples, they tend to use a lot of very strong oils, um, not oils, cleansers that strip the, the face of its natural oil and sebum. And that will start a very uh, problematic cycle of over-moisturizing the skin. Because once you remove the natural oil, the natural sebum from your face, what that is going to do is it's going to just, it's going to make your skin say, we need to produce more oil, we need to produce more sebum. So now your skin is producing more sebum naturally. And then you're going to put on moisturizer on top of that. So now you're getting triple the amount of oil that you started with. And this process, this cycle is going to continue over and over and over again. So what I like to recommend to my clients is stop using conventional cleansers and use oil cleansers instead. I know it seems counterintuitive, but oil is the only thing that is gentle enough to remove excess oil from your face, remove makeup, remove dirt, remove sunscreen without stripping your face without stripping your skin of its natural oils. Another option that you can use is raw organic honey. Raw organic honey has antimicrobial and antiseptic properties as well. So if you tend to break out and you're a little bit worried about using face oil solely, then I would recommend using raw organic honey, okay? You also wanna protect your skin. And you can do this, obviously, by limiting your time in the sunshine. If you have to be in the sun, then make sure that you wear a hat, you wear a visor, and you wear sunscreen. Okay, I'll talk more about this in a little bit. But protect your skin. Don't smoke. Okay, cigarettes are so bad for your skin. Not just for your health, but for, for your skin too. Again, it dehydrates and dries it out and it kills your cells. Please don't smoke. Limit your alcohol intake and wash your face regularly. This is key, especially at night. You want to have a skincare regimen that just takes the whole day off of your face. Okay, again, do not use harsh cleansers. All right, so these are some preventative things that young people can do to, you know, to prevent premature wrinkles. Now, what if you already have wrinkles, right? What if they've already formed... Can you reverse their appearance? My answer is yes, you can. Again, hydrate and moisturize. That's the first thing that you should be doing with the wrinkles, hydrating and moisturizing. Obviously, moisturizers, face oils are great, right? Other things that you can use or other ingredients to look out for, I should say, are hyaluronic acid. I'm not going to go too much into hyaluronic acid. I think that's a very well-known ingredient in the skincare world, but basically just to give you a little bit of information, hyaluronic acid helps skin cells survive longer and it helps with thickening the epidermis, which is 
the most outside layer or the top layer of your skin, okay? Um, retinol, vitamin A. Retinol is just a synthetic form of vitamin A. It also thickens your epidermis. Um, vitamin C. Vitamin C stimulates collagen production, which along with elastin is key in warding off wrinkles. And then antioxidants, right? Antioxidants, they fight free radicals and free radicals is what breaks down a lot of our tissues our, our cells in the body um, so these are ingredients that you that would be beneficial to make sure that is in your skincare products my favorite skincare product that has all of these properties is my Timeless Beauty Oil from my own holistic beauty line called Conscious Beauty Rituals. It has frankincense, which is a natural antioxidant. It has lavender, which has natural antibacterial properties. It has geranium, which helps to speed up cellular turnover. It has sea buckthorn berry oil, which contains omega fatty acids and vitamin C and vitamin E. And then there's rose hip seed oil, which is high in vitamin A and beta carotene. So it's like a natural retinoid. Um, you can find that on my website, consciousbeautyrituals.com. So those are the ingredients that you can look out for when it comes to choosing the right skincare product, okay? When you're looking to reverse the appearance of wrinkles. Other things that you can do is loosen the tension and connective tissues of the face. So for example, you know those 11s that I'm talking about? You can loosen the tension, the muscle memory that your face has created by doing some gua sha therapy on it. And this is what I teach on my Instagram. I have a lot of tutorials that you guys can take a look at on my IG at Mary Vallarta that shows you how to do this. And also, if you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can DM me there also. And I can set up an, um, a skincare assessment with you and hook you up with some practices and recommendations of what you can do to achieve the goals that you want for your face, okay? You also want to keep protecting your skin from overexposure to the sun. So again, limit your time depending on your skin tone. The lighter your skin, the less time in the sun you need. Avoid times from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. because that's when the sun is at its peak. When it's at its peak, its rays are strongest, okay? So if you're going to sunbathe, try to do it before 10 or after 2. If you have to be in the sun for an extended period of time, definitely wear a hat or a visor like I mentioned. Or you can also opt for sunscreen. Um, choose a mineral-based sunscreen to avoid all the harmful chemicals and toxins that usually come with regular sunscreen. Zinc oxide is a good option. It is a natural mineral um, that is in the sunscreen instead of the chemicals. So zinc oxide, look for that. Um, one thing that I do want to say about sunscreen is that you don't need it as much as people tell you. And when I say people, I mean content creators, dermatologists, and estheticians. 
a lot of them will tell you that you need to wear sunscreen all day every day. Unless you are going to be out in the sun all day every day, then you don't need to really wear sunscreen. Your skin actually needs the sun. Bare. Like, you cannot produce vitamin D if you have sunscreen on. And vitamin D is crucial to our health. It's crucial to improve our mood. It's crucial for our bone health. It's crucial for our energy levels. We need the sunshine. So do not waste your money or your time thinking that you need to avoid the sun all day, every day, and you need to wear sunscreen. Okay? You don't need to do that. There are also activities that you need to refrain from, to be careful of, because these activities dehydrate and dry out the skin, right? Too much caffeine. This definitely dries and dehydrates the skin. It's also going to dry up your bones. So you might become more prone to osteoporosis because if it's drying out your skin, it's going to dry out everything else in your body, okay? Lack of sleep. Again, you need sleep, right? If you're not getting enough sleep, this is going to dry you out as well. Processed sugar, this also dries and dehydrates you. Same thing with alcohol, same thing with drugs, okay? Now, let's talk about practices that will help stimulate the production of collagen and elastin, which is what you want, right? The more collagen and elastin you have, the better your skin will snap back into place without creating these wrinkles. And also, it decreases the sagging. Sleep, again, sleep is so good for you. Make sure you get sleep because this is the time when your skin also produces collagen and elastin. You can take collagen supplements. That's very popular nowadays. I recommend the brand Alaya because they have, I think, four or five different collagen that is in their formulation. So you get collagen from cows. You get collagen from chicken. You get marine collagen and I forget the other one, or is it just three? I can't remember, but go on Alaya and you'll see that they have the complete um, spectrum of collagen. Choline. Choline is great. I don't think choline gets enough attention because rather than supplementing collagen, right, like putting collagen into your body like you would take a vitamin, if if, if you take choline, choline will actually increase your body's own natural production of collagen. So if you're taking choline and you're taking a collagen supplement, you're actually ensuring yourself two times, which is what I do. The choline supplement that I take is Biocell. Um, that's the supplement that Christy, Christy Brinkley takes, and she looks amazing. So I just took a little page out of her playbook. So Biocell, check it out. Um, and Biocell did not pay me to say that. Red LED light therapy. Red LED stimulates the body's production of ATP, right? Which create elastin and collagen. So synthesis of collagen and elastin, very important. Microcurrent does the same thing, okay? Only microcurrent also helps... Um, provide movement to areas of your face that don't always experience movement. So it's going to prevent like those areas 
from sagging, which is good. And it's also going to basically exercise your different facial muscles so that they can continue to look lifted and plump. And then of course, having good habits. Again, sleep is a part of that list. Learning how to manage your stress is a part of that list. Get support. Whether you need to hire a coach, whether you need to get a therapist, whether you need to join a support group, right? Like, I don't know what it is. If you are constantly finding yourself stressed out, living a chaotic life, being anxious, you need help. You are not supposed to live life feeling this way all day, every day. Life is supposed to feel peaceful. You are supposed to experience tranquility. You're supposed to be happy. You're supposed to be healthy. This is your birthright, okay? So please get support. Um, Being aware of your facial movements, okay? If you are seeing that you're starting to get forehead lines or like I mentioned, worry lines, just be more aware of the facial movements that you're making so that way you can kind of control them. You can stop raising your eyebrows. You can stop making those worry lines whenever, you know, whenever you notice that you're doing that. It just takes some training and and, and it takes a lot of mindfulness at the beginning, but then you'll start to catch yourself a lot easier and a lot more often. And then you can basically start smiling and start creating facial gestures that are in alignment with how you want your, your face to look like. Um, avoid pulling and pressing on the skin. This usually happens as we sleep, right? Try not to sleep on your face. If you're that person who wakes up with lines on their face, I'm, I'm definitely guilty of that. I'm a work in progress. It's not like I do all these things perfectly. Um, but yeah, be aware of that. Hygiene, again, have a good skincare regimen. Try to avoid environmental toxins as much as possible. Clean skincare, clean makeup, right? Washing your face at night, all very helpful. And then, of course, nutrition. We talked about, you know, incorporating healthy fats. We talked about um, incorporating collagen supplements. But I cannot stress how important it is to just always have a majority of real, whole, nutrient-dense foods in your diet. I know that we sometimes need chips and ice cream and processed foods and sugar, but that should be the minority. The majority of what you're eating should be healthy fruits, vegetables, and proteins, okay? Plant-based is not a requirement. Just because someone doesn't eat meat doesn't mean they're healthy, I know a lot of vegans, a lot of people who don't eat meat that eat like shit. You know, impossible meats, beyond meats, they're not better than real meat. They're actually more harmful for your health and for the environment. And I'm not going to go into that right now, but if you want to look into it, there's a lot of articles on Google. So nutrition, very key. But I think that I'm going to end it at that. This ended up being a lot longer than I expected, but I'm happy that we really went into the nitty gritty of things. So if you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram. I'm at Mary Vallarta. Um, But otherwise, thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. 
and that you leave a rating and a review so that more people can find Conscious Beauty. Thank you again, and I will see you next time.